I'm Susan Grace, and this is Be the Evidence. We are at the full moon in Capricorn. So sun at three degrees Cancer, opposed moon at three degrees Capricorn. That's in a triangle of potential to Jupiter retrograde in Pisces at the same time that Venus in the third deacon Cancer opposing Pluto retrograde third deacon Capricorn is in a triangle potential to Neptune in Pisces. Neptune is going to, it's stationed now, it's going to retrograde tomorrow, the 25th, so in a hot minute. What does all that mean? That means that right now, and it's been it's been building for some of the stuff that is happening now has been building for years. But we're in the middle of witnessing um, the collapse of things that will not stand the test of time. So if you've been following along here in this space with the astrology for a while, that's a theme that's been ongoing. It's been it's really been ongoing since 2008. But it's, it's gotten pretty dramatic in the, last, in the last year or so, and will continue to get more pronounced in the year ahead. It's um, the breakdown of the story of what you thought life was going to be. It is the collapse of traditions and rules and expectations. It's um, the bottom falling out on... Um, generational patterns, structure, control systems. That's the upper degrees. Pluto retrograde. Pluto's retrograde until I think, I want to say October 6th. When Pluto's retrograde in Capricorn, Pluto takes a step back and just sees what can, what can remain standing on its own. What is fortified and solid enough to stand up on its own. And, and what can't stand up on its own um, begins to collapse, fold in on itself. Venus opposing would uh, make us very open to how sensitive and exposed in our vulnerability we are about that. Um, it's looking for safety and comfort in ways that we're not used to. So when you are super dedicated to how you thought life was going to be, there's safety and comfort there. If you have been extremely loyal to generational or institutional expectations and traditions and rules, and those things start to collapse, you're exposed and not knowing what to do next. That Cancer and Capricorn energy aspecting Neptune stationed now, it's going to retrograde tomorrow, and Jupiter retrograde in Pisces means that to, to navigate that energy, you're going to need a lot of trust. You're going to need to trust that life is happening how it needs to. You're going to need to trust yourself to have faith that you are adaptable and teachable in real time. And no matter how sensitive and exposed you feel in a rapidly changing life that you're living, you're going to be okay. It's going to be okay <clears throat> that you're here for it. Lots of feels around it, but then what are we going to do about it? Claiming your self-agency in Pluto. 
I mean, in Capricorn. Pluto, yes, because it's in Capricorn, but but I mean Capricorn in general, both the moon and Pluto. The challenge in this full moon is in the square to Chiron and Aries. The thing that would stop you or try to stop you, hinder you, let's say, in proceeding, even though you have lots of feels, in making new decisions about the direction you want to go in for your life, given that the way you thought it was going to be just isn't anymore, and trusting uh, yourself and life along the way, the thing that would stop you is to fall into patterns that Chiron and Aries people have. Chiron and Aries people endure. They push through, they say, I'm fine, and they get through it with brute force, which often Chiron and Aries people think that that's a noble sign of strength. Look how amazing I am. Look how much I can take. I kind of joke about us. I'm a Chiron and Aries person. I kind of joke about us about how it's, it's kind of like, how much can you take? And we go, all of it. <laughs> And, and the lesson of that generation, and because Chiron is in Aries now, for all of us, is that that is actually pretty mean. That's a form of self-harm. That's you being really hard on yourself in your experience of being an incarnated person. That there's a time and a place for strength and for strength. A time and a place for it. but. More often than not, I mean, unless you're literally in a knife fight, okay? More often than not, it's in standing in the name of things that are important. It's in protecting vulnerability. That's the higher octave of our use of strength, is protection and to stand for, stand for a better way of living. And so for this full moon, for you to claim your self-agency in your brave vulnerability, you would need to understand that simply enduring situations, circumstances that will not stand the test of time, being unwilling to adapt and grow and change your trajectory, just pushing through is hurting yourself. And we have to stop doing that. We have to stop doing that. It's embodying, um, embodying alignment and flow. So the release point in the T-square of sun and moon uh, to Chiron, the focal point is Chiron and Aries. It's a full moon in Capricorn, but the focal point of the T-square is Chiron and Aries, meaning you're going to get to that full moon energy through navigating the Chiron and Aries point. The re- the release point of a Chiron and Aries is to go the opposite place in the in the zodiac and that would be Libra. The way that you embody allowance rather than resistance is to get into balance, harmony, flow and peace. That's how you do it. And if you're like me, I would be if I heard myself talking right now, I would say what does that mean? <laughs> what does it really mean? I understand what you're saying intellectually, but what does it really mean? How does that play out? And and here's what I here's what I think is the simplest approach to how do you get into allowance 
rather than resistance so that you can remain open in your brave vulnerability and claim your self-agency? How do you do that? And I think you get there by having the approach of in everything that you do, asking yourself, what would feel better? What would feel better? You can certainly make this concept of getting into alignment a lot more elaborate, and lots of people do. And, and that's uh, fascinating to me. Things like ritual, things like um, uh, you know, getting energy work done, healing work done. Uh, there, there's all kinds of things that you can do. But if you want to keep it simple, it's what would feel better. In how you treat your body, what would feel better. In enduring this goddamn job that's killing your soul, what would feel better? <laughs> in your roommate that is wrecking the joint every single weekend, what would feel better? Okay, it's the, the crushing expectations of generational traditions in your family that make you feel unloved and unseen. Well, what would feel better? What would feel better? If you can get yourself into that orientation, then you'll be heading in the right direction. I think we need to have a lot of um, self-mercy during this time right now. There's a lot of unknown that we're walking towards. There's a lot of collapse that has us pretty exposed. You won't recognize the world that you live in in six months, much less two, three years, all the way up to, you know, 20, 21 years. You won't recognize the world you live in. And we want that to be exciting, not intimidating or fearful. We want to be exciting. We want, it, we want to be an exciting experience to go into the unknown. And that means you're going to need to take care of yourself in how sensitive it is to be human. Because that's the nature of us living our lives this way in this incarnation. We're very exposed. Very exposed. But being willing to remain open. Claiming your self-agency and not just pushing through and enduring things that are not working well for you, getting into harmony and flow, that carries you forward into experiencing the future that is heading straight for us. And we want to be there for it. We want to be able to say, man, whatever that is, put me there. I'm here for it. I'm adaptable. I'm teachable. I'm here to thrive and to discover. I'm not here to just exist. I'm here to discover. And let that discovery be whatever it's going to be. We're here for it. Right? So let's have some self-mercy on how big that seems and feels. Because it is. It's big. If you're alive on planet Earth today, you are navigating a rapidly changing world that you, you simply don't know everything that is going to land in 3D, in 3D reality. But we're here for it, right? Lots of self-mercy. Keep it simple. What would feel better? Thank you for joining me this week. 
If you'd like ongoing support outside of these podcasts, you're invited to register as a member at BeTheEvidence.Live and receive your invitation to join all of our community in the new app, which we are very excited about. You can also schedule one-on-one time with me at SusanGrace.org. We'll talk again soon.